0: Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk, 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Steve is running a little late, so we'll just fill without him. Uh, Holly Roberts here for hour one. Thank Thank you for hanging. Uh, Emmy Awards. What? I have questions. Um... Do I have answers? I'm not sure. <laughs> so, I want to know your opinion of the overall show. What did you think of the show? Forget the winners and
1: all that stuff. Uh, just the way it ran, the way it flowed. I very much enjoyed the vibe of the Emmys last night, Tama. Okay. Donna. It was a mix. They paid homage to television classics of yore. Yes. And then they also, I I think that they did a good job integrating the new phase of television because, you know, one of the things like watching all of those reunions. So one of the things about the Emmys is that they had cast reunions from classic shows like Cheers, like Martin, like Ally McBeal. Yes. Is that like, man, that's a long time ago. That That makes me feel like we've kind of moved on in a certain way, but it was nice to revisit the television classics. Yes, even uh, all in the family, Sally Str- uh, Struthers and Rob Reiner. Oh yeah, I was, the, a little, I was a little worried about her. I was too, and I, then I thought, she looked great. Yeah, well, I was just worried that Rob Reiner was tap dancing for Sally Struthers when he was talking, because uh, he talked a lot, and I was like, is she ever going to say anything? Yeah, and I was like, oh no, are we having a moment on uh, on live TV? But luckily you know, she, she hit her lines, and they, she, they introduced the In section last night.
0: Yes, it was lovely. Yeah. And then when they did the sh- uh, the Cheers, you know, little reunion. Um I, I I just couldn't believe how old everybody is. I mean when Norm came out. Norm! Can't remember the actor's name off the top of George my head. Went. Thank you. Uh
1: Wow, he aged really fast yes. in a short amount of time, seemingly. Well, but it's been over 40 years since the show debuted on NBC.
0: Like I said, it's been no time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I feel like we saw them in another reunion at one point. I don't know. I mean, time, Steve.
2: It's happening. It's it's going yeah. fast. Ever, closer to death today than we were yesterday.
0: That's right. You're right. Thanks for the reminder. Um. Anyway, uh, Anthony Anderson, what'd you think? Anybody? Oh Anybody? me! Anybody? I, I, hey. I
2: was in pure football zone. Okay, last night, okay. I my days were thrown. I had Monday and Tuesday. Also, I shouldn't even ask this on air, and then we'll get to the Anthony Anderson uh, thoughts. I swear, the Critics' Choice Awards were on Sunday. They were. They were. Okay. That okay. is accurate. And then, so what? It's such a weird. It's such a weird layout, the schedule this year, because the Emmys got delayed four yes. months because of the yes. strikes. And then it was on a Monday, and it was MLK Day, and a lot of people were off. It just felt very wacky. So I was 0 for 2, Watched a ton of football, but was 0 for 2. Got so it. I have no thoughts on Anthony okay, that's oh, all
0: right. I-, I thought he did a delightful job. I thought, he was, I thought he was really dedicated to his role. I thought he very capable. Very, you know, he was good. I feel like there was something like some of the bits leaned a little cheesy for me and that it felt more like daytime Emmy Awards to me than primetime. Sorry, just a little bit felt a little cartoonish.
1: To me,
2: <laughs> was As he slipping the, on banana peels, or what, yeah, what? Did I
1: miss the dignified hosts of Emmy's past?
2: Yes, very right.
1: serious and sober award program. I don't know. I guess I was expecting something a little more upscale.
2: Uh, this, I don't know. I'm loving this review because <laughs> it's it started. If everybody remembers what he's very capable. He's and, good. You no, know, he good is and,
0: good. It's just you know you got to work with what you got, right? What's given to you? Yeah. Just like the sing-along thing, the facts of life, and it was just...
2: Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. he forced group participation?
0: It wasn't in the crowd, but there was, you know, a group of people singing with him. He was on piano, he was singing some theme songs, and it just, he was off-key.
2: Oh, okay, Simon Cowell over here. Anyway,
0: but I like him, he's very likable. Very likable. And there were some really cute moments that we'll get to today, but um, do you want to hear some of the big winners? Yes. Okay, here we go. Best drama series went to The Last of Us on HBO Max. Uh, best actor in a drama series, there was really no surprise, Karen Culkin, who uh, won for Succession you know. and during a speech, he told his wife he wanted more babies. Oh, hey. Okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> You got a mic in front of you and an opportunity. Why not? Uh, supporting actor in a drama series went to uh, Matthew McFadden. Uh, Matthew Mcfadden Fiddian. Huh. Matthew
1: McFadden. Hey. Yeah. Fidian. For Succession. Also, Succession it, it, won best drama series. Not, yeah,
2: big uh, a yeah. yeah. big night for yes. Succession. Mm-hmm. I, as you, I looked through the the winners list this morning, and it was like, oh, there were like, it felt like about three or four shows. That yeah, were Even when did. you get down to like reality, RuPaul's Drag Race uh, wins the best reality competition show. RuPaul wins best reality competition host. Right. It felt like there were a lot of, there yes, were several If the sweeps. two
0: actors from one show won, you knew the show was going to win right. most likely for best drama or comedy right. series. Comedy series went to the bear. I'd hardly consider that a comedy, yeah, to they, be honest.
2: is Are there laugh lines in it? I've only, I know, remember, I've seen none of the bear and all I know about uh, it is it's the kitchen and there's some yelling, Yelling, a lot of yelling, a lot of yelling and cursing. The show is
0: mostly yelling.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, but, but it's weird because the Golden Globes, they abuse the word comedy more than the Emmys does, but they're shoehorning this into comedy. Is this just you saying it's not, or were a lot of people saying this isn't a comedy? I mean,
0: it's got, it's, I guess you could call it a dark comedy. I don't. I rarely remember laughing while watching this show, but oftentimes I think what they do is they put them in a category that they're most likely to be recognized. Because if you're going for drama series, now you're up against, you know, Succession, um, you know, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, White Lotus. So I don't know.
2: But... Look at that. Succession Goes Drama Series, Outstanding Lead Actor, Lead Actress, Supporting Actor. The only spot they lost out in what they were up for would have been Outstanding Supporting Actress, which went to Jennifer Coolidge, Coolidge Yeah, for The White Lotus.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So um, we will uh, link up all the winners for you at MyTalk1071.com. Also,
2: very quickly, let us always clap for network television before it goes to a graveyard someday. Because uh, Kinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, she won Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. And so I just like it when I see like NBC or CBS, ABC. I'm like, see, they're still around. Yeah. They're doing good stuff. It's pretty cool.
0: Uh, We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, pretty cold out there, huh?
2: <laughs> it is pretty cold out there. How yeah. cold is oh, it? Oh, let's have oh, fun with this. We
0: will tell you. It's things that make you go, huh? The cold weather edition when we come right back on My Talk one oh seven one. Donna and Steve on My Chalk 1071, where
2: chalk is fun, am I? Holly, right? uh, Holly Roberts here producing Holly. I don't know if you went in on this. Donna and I just had a brief little chat during the commercial break where she said, Here's how it went. She said, I'm not um, really into working today. And I said, You know, I'm kind of overworking in general. And then we started looking up what is the penalty? To do an early withdrawal from a 401k. And so we started crunching some numbers over here and um, we just want people to know that we are exploring out.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Tapping into our, you know, 401k, like you said. Yeah. What yeah. if we
2: did that? Oh, I'd take a 10%. You have loads of money in your 401k. You could absorb the 10%. Now I know you're, you're, you're getting close ish to when you can do it without penalty. But hey, you take a 10% penalty and you know who your boss is for the rest of your life? Nobody. That 10% penalty is only if you withdraw before you're 59 and a half. Holly, you in? We're essentially walking out. Okay. Wait. Well, a we second. have to crunch the numbers wait, first. Wait, wait, Hang wait. on.
0: I got more questions. Okay. So at 59 and a half, you could stop, start tapping into your 401k? Well,
2: it says yeah, if you withdraw money from your 401k before you are 59 and a half. The IRS will generally, usually, not always, but usually assess a 10% tax as an early distribution penalty.
0: What about later? Because Social 4,
2: Security is what kicks in at 62 mm-hmm. that we were talking about so, last yeah. week.
0: Now, it, 62? I think later.
2: No, uh, no, 62, but then it can grow bigger. Like you only get a portion of it if you tap into it early. So if you can be patient with Social Security, my understanding is that you, it becomes a bigger number. I okay. think. What you going to say, Holly? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. But
2: Donna, yes. you have mounds of money from well, all I, that country radio music you guys used to do.
0: Are you trying to get me killed?
2: No, but I'm just <laughs> saying, you with your multiple properties, one in a remote location from north, uh, and uh, the amounts of money.
0: I don't have what are amounts you of money. For? Do you see the car I'm driving? My that, bumpers hanging off. We
2: need an upgrade on that. I think.
1: Yeah, I got. Yeah, it. you get to splurge, Donna. Okay, treat yourself. Thanks, to <gasps> Safety.
2: Holly, she does not splurge though, and and um and she could, but she does legitimately have a a, a bumper. That is like duct taped on that. That <laughs> wreck happened like six months ago now, maybe more, maybe in the spring of last year. We yeah, don't know. I think so, but um, but you, you know what? Some people have trouble spending money, an and I think you have trouble spending
1: yeah. in your bumper. Donna is an investment in yourself. Yes. Okay. Self care. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys.
2: Yeah, and when you you're right, Holly. When you start to mention it as safety as opposed to like a luxurious thing, but you're like, oh, all of these airbags I'm getting and these cars are so smart now. Yeah. Anytime I even pull up on a car too close at a red light, like if I'm coming in too hot, it'll be like, dude, you're coming toward a fixed object. There's so many ways that they're trying to keep you from getting into fender benders. Thank you. Okay.
0: All right, may I move on? Sure. Kick it! Hm. Things that make you go oh. huh.
2: Well, it's been pretty cold uh, over much of the country for the past few days, and we here in the great state of Minnesota have a few more sub-zero days. Before we do crawl back up, I do want you to know, I saw meteorologists getting their social media on the last couple days saying, hey, if you're struggling with the bitter cold, look at this map. And they showed the the big map, and they showed the average, average, above-average, below-average temperature trends for the next couple of weeks. The majority of the country is going to be average or above average, we will be above average to end January. Okay. So next week we'll be like in the high thirties. We could even Great. be sniffing 40 again soon. Oh, I love it. So maybe this would just be the quick burst that we have to get through. I don't know, but very, very cold. Uh, it even caused some weather delays during, uh, NFL playoff football yesterday. Oh, the, wow. the Pittsburgh Steelers Buffalo Bills game got pushed to Monday. It was supposed to be on Sunday. Oh, wow. doesn't matter. Bills one, who cares? Whatever. Um, <laughs> The the Kansas City Chiefs played against the Miami Dolphins in a feels like temperature of like twenty to thirty below. Uh, it was the I believe, fourth coldest game. Yes, that was in Kansas City. Um, how about this? So cold that around one hundred and fifty million Americans—that's almost forty-five percent of the population—have been under wind chill warnings and advisories. Sure, I heard an adult say to me, "Windshield." Over the weekend, and I let it go. <laughs> all right. That's what Grace looks like, guys.
0: That's okay. You know, be careful with your pets too, because I'm yeah. watching on um, my friend's dog, Dakota, and uh, you know, she's like walking on three legs because w- you know, one of her paws she could not put down because it she's was so too cold. cold. Yeah. yeah,
1: oh, yeah, I saw lots of pups in their cutie booties taking I walks know. this weekend. All oh,
0: the booties. I wish I could do that
2: by the way. I was at a res- a restaurant, I was at a store over the weekend and I will get to this today, pardon the deep tease, 1045. I was at a store over the weekend and I heard the reason might have been because it was so cold that not a lot of people were out walking their dogs and needed to take them somewhere to get them exercise. This store had so many dogs in it. And really? I just have a couple questions about you dog people who are like, I'm going to take my dog into a retail environment. We'll get to it. I'm not I've hating. I have it. genuine questions.
0: I have done this.
2: Okay. And, that, and that's good. It's kind of fun. Good. Okay. I'll learn from you all. Um, and I have questions for the store workers.
0: Okay.
2: We'll get that. 1045 today. 1045. Anyway, Anyway, um, yeah. So a lot of doggies who are walking around in those booties or maybe in stores because it is so freaking cold out. Uh, AccuWeather posted a video of some of those frozen noodles suspending a fork. In midair, this happened in Denver. So everybody's doing that thing, right, where you can you can just show, like, what happened. I, the playoff game in Kansas City, somebody cracked open a beer, the foam came out, froze, and then they just, the caption read, it's okay, I wasn't thirsty anyway. It oh was just a gosh. frozen barrier to the beer. Let
0: me tell you what I saw. I saw a, a girl on TikTok in Canada, and she was like, this is how cold it is in Canada. She took a cup of water. And she swirled her hands around in the air. I kid you not, it was a piece of ice that swirled in the, the movement she made with the water. And it wow. made like a little ice sculpture in the air. Really? Yes. Wow. It was crazy. It froze mid midair.
2: Uh, how about this? We've seen this before, but in Flagstaff, Arizona... They were doing the boiling water, tossing it into the air, and then watching it freeze and sort of crystallize immediately. By the way, a lot of folks burn themselves doing that. Um, So just be very careful if you do that. But that was in Arizona.
0: Arizona? That they were doing
2: that. Stop Uh, it. A meteorologist in Lansing, Michigan, was driving to work yesterday when her windshield cracked for no apparent reason. Just the cold and probably the heat inside of her car, the cold outside of her car.
0: Oh, my god! Split. That was like the
2: one time that I made bacon in the microwave. The plate got so hot. I finished the bacon. I bring the plate out using oven mitts. I set it onto a granite countertop. Oh, no. This glass plate, porcelain, whatever, split into... Stop it. Not just like, oh, is there a crack in that now? The plate turned into two half plates, and there was a gap of probably three inches in between. Like, it burst into two, and I was like, what the heck was that? And then I looked, and the plate was now two plates.
0: You took it out of the microwave?
2: I took it out of the microwave.
0: The plate was in the microwave as well?
2: For, like, eight minutes doing bacon. Okay. Plate gets fire hot. Stevie Boy sets it on granite, generally cool to the touch. Oh, okay. That immediate temperature thing was like, ah, bang.
0: Are you sure it was a microwavable plate? Ooh, yeah.
2: You know, anecdotally, you can make a good argument that it wasn't. But I think some plates just get super hot if you leave them in there for like eight minutes. Also, okay. don't do your bacon in the microwave. My dad tried to doing it over Christmas as I Aww. made the same bacon in the oven. And I said, sir...
0: Yeah, it, it's see. like flimsy, right? A you know, little floppy.
2: Yeah, he just... And I said, look how much more work that required, too. You were back and forth, in and out of the microwave, new paper towels, old paper towels. I put it in the oven at 400 degrees, and I walked away. And now I'm eating great bacon.
0: So you just made it, baked it in the oven, didn't have it on the stovetop at all prior to? No, no. Oh, okay.
2: No. All right. Uh, Andy Reid's mustache froze. He's the Kansas City Chiefs head football oh, coach. No! It was a It was a situation. I...
0: Hilarious.
2: There, there was just. I don't. I hope it was all just like condensation. But you just wonder if it's more of like a frozen dumb and dumber snot situation. Uh-huh. It was. I didn't love the close up of it. Uh, but anyway, yeah, happening all all over. But get through it. Let's see. Uh, when are we turning things around here? You know, get through one more cold week here. Sub zero a few times this week for overnight lows, but no daytime highs like this weekend where it was like five below is our high. Yeah, that's right. And then right. next week, 23, 31, 35, yeah, 37, 36. Let's I go.
0: Love it. Woo. All right. Thanks, Steve. You got it, bro. On that note, let's warm things up with some, memor- uh, some memorable Emmy moments. Uh, Nisi Nash had someone very special that she wanted to thank during her acceptance speech. We'll get to that and more when we come right back on My Talk 1071. It's Donna with a message here about winter. This is coming from my buddy Mike Bryant over at Bradshaw and Bryant who says, "Eh, Property owners, here's a reminder. You are legally responsible to maintain a safe environment for visitors so they don't slip and fall on any ice on your property. You need to take precautions. I didn't know this. You're supposed to post like a caution sign or, of course, simply de-ice the area that is all icy because failing to do either of those things and then someone gets injured well your lack of safety precaution can be considered negligence and if you are the person who slips and falls on someone else's property and you suffer an injury you should definitely report that to your insurance company because you only have a certain window of time to file a claim or you're going to lose your right to collect any damages for your injury. And then, of course, you should contact an experienced attorney right away. It's free to meet to go over your case. Maybe you got a case, maybe you don't. Why not find out? It's free. Find Mike Bryant at
3: minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: Pretty sure that's JLo and P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi! Hi. Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey God! Sorry I
0: got distracted, Steve was talking to me.
2: No, then we started dancing. Guys, stopped talking to you. There were like 14 seconds left in that song. Sorry, we like, hey, okay. hey, guys. When spice hits,
0: spice hits. It hits. I mean, you got to go with it.
2: We're gonna do a little Emmy's talk here, and then if we have a little time, it's something just occurred to me about an area that you and I will likely never be able to relate. Oh, we'll get to that.
1: I can't wait. <laughs>
2: Well, you got this to. This
1: is exciting. So relatable.
2: Yeah. Generally, we we are we are really relatable. We we can connect with each other. Empathize.
0: <laughs> you just told me I was unrelatable. Well, for one you... particular reason that we'll get to momentarily. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the, that's the All point. right, hold it. Right. Um let's see. Emmy moments last night. I thought it was very sweet. Christina Applegate came out. She needed a little assistance. She had a cane. Sure. And
2: battling MS.
0: Yes. And basically had to quit acting uh i believe dead to me was her last role and she was unbelievable in that show she's
2: great in that it's a fun show
0: she's just so great i love that um so she came out and um she got a standing ovation and she got very emotional and then she came back and she was great here's a little bit of what we saw
3: You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um, (laughs) Body, not by
0: Ozempic. Okay, let's go. (laughs) I mean, she was very funny.
2: She is very funny.
0: She really is. And she just kept doing that type of thing throughout her entire um, uh, presentation. I believe she was presenting at that point. But she... um, Tell you what though, she, she looks like Sensi she's Hummer. moving
2: pretty well. Right, she needs the assistance of a cane. Um, I
0: think she had someone near her at one point at the podium, and she said, "Oh, he's just here because he's good looking." <laughs> um, but I believe he was there just to assist her in case she got wobbly or anything like that.
2: Sure, yeah. But
0: um, yeah, Body, she was very dignified. My- oh,
2: <laughs> he was very funny,
0: funny, very dignified. I thought she did a great job. There were there were lots of appearances that got a lot of um, a lot of people excited. Last night, also, you know, Carol Burnett presented, Joan Collins presented. Um, oh, um, who's the lady who played um in? in a moving on uh, to the east Side to a deluxe apartment.
2: In the sky. See, we don't know, so we're just going to try to sing the until we you gonna, until come up home. with it.
0: Uh, the woman who played the maid in um. The Jefferson. Marla Gibb. Thank you, Holly. Uh, she was very cute, too. So, anyway, then uh, Nisi Nash won for her role in Dahmer, and she came up and she was sassy. She had someone very special to thank.
3: Thank you to the Most High for this divine moment. Thank you, Ryan Murphy, for seeing me. Evan Peters, I love you. Netflix, every single person who voted for me, thank you. my better half who picked me up when I was gutted from this work, thank you. And you know who I want to thank? I want to thank me (laughs) for believing in me and doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people. Go on girl with your bad self. You did that. <laughs> Finally, I accept this award on behalf of every black and brown woman who has gone unheard yet over-policed, like Glenda Cleveland, like Sandra Bland, like Brianna Taylor. As an artist, my job is to speak truth to power. And, baby, I'm going to do it to the day I die. Mama, I won!
0: <laughs> he really powerful. brought a, lot, a of lot of energy into the room. Yeah. And I give people a lot of credit who go up there and do something, you know, just a little more over the top.
2: Yeah, give us something memorable.
0: Exactly. You
2: know? Yeah. Um, that's That usually stands out because it can be a sea of, oh, I'd like to thank, you know, when, when you break off of the normal Yes, agents and all that kind of stuff and just let the raw emotion is always tough to turn away from. And that's what you got.
0: There was also a point where the bear won for ensemble. And, you know, one of the more um, not lead characters, but one of them was the person accepting the award and one of the main characters came up to him while he was doing his speech and just kissed him on the lips and held it. for It had to be a good five Mississippi seconds.
2: Whoa. That's a (laughs) lot of Mississippis. (laughs)
0: It's very cute. Very fun. Anyway, um, also John Oliver, um, was really cute. He won and he decided to overstay because Steve, we didn't tell you this, but Anthony Anderson. Yes. I heard about this. Okay. So instead of doing playoff music, right. Um, Holly, I think I think this clip is in there as well. Instead of doing playoff music, he decided to use his mama to threaten people.
3: (laughs) Normally on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. This year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. (laughs) Tonight, my mama, she is going to be the Emmys playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming, just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. And I don't want nobody to get disrespectful with my mama because my mama is from the west side of Chicago and she can throw them hands. Shut up. That's enough. Mama. All right, you're supposed to be yelling at the other people, not at me, not in the middle of the monologue. The time's up, baby. Cut to the chase. All right. See what I mean? It was a cute bit.
0: That so cute. John fun. Oliver won and he's like, I'm just gonna keep talking because I want to get mama off the stage, <laughs> basically. So he started naming all the players of some soccer team, uh, Liverpool <laughs> soccer <laughs> roster. Uh, it was very cute. Also very cute on the Emmys last night. Um, you know, they did a few bits here and there. Actually, they did a lot. And they did an I Love Lucy bit, which I thought they did a really good job of. It was Natasha uh, Mm Leone and Tracy Ross as Lucy and Ethel and doing the classic chocolate
2: on the conveyor belt thing. Of course, of course.
0: It was adorable. I loved that. Anyway, um, Emmy Awards, we'll talk more about them coming up uh, next. Well, next segment even. But Steve wants to talk about how unrelatable I
2: am. Well, I was just going to say real quick too. big weekend for Oppenheimer again. Doesn't oh, it feel like all of yeah. the momentum now is behind Oppenheimer for the Academy Award for best motion Absolutely. picture? Chris Nolan wins best director at the Critics Choice Awards as well seems like, Seems like it's going to be Paul Giamatti's year. Yes, uh, as well to uh, to bring home an Oscar. Would that be his first Oscar?
1: Yeah, I believe so. No, really. Mm-hmm.
2: Seems surprising. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because we had that as a um, trivia question.
2: Oh, you yeah. Know, exactly. Which
0: one of these people has never won an Oscar? He's a great actor, though. So good.
2: This is not that you aren't relatable. This is, that, this is something that you will never relate to with me. And it just dawned on me. And I was not offering this as a criticism because many of you listening, I bet, fall into Donna's camp. And so we're a commercial, and you guys know we're diehard Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Um, and so born and raised there. And so bringing my kids up and that, blah, blah, blah. So we have a Steelers bar that we go to, Patrick McGovern's in St. Paul's. So we mm-hmm. were there yesterday for the playoff game against the Buffalo Bills. We were big underdogs. Gave the ball away a couple times early in the first quarter. Tough to come back after you give yourself a nice um, hole that you have to dig out of. So I said, oh, Steelers lost. She said, I know, I know. And then it hit me and I thought, you know, because you don't care a ton about sports, you've never experienced sports fan pain. Mm -hmm. Emotional disappointment. The hangover. Mm -hmm. The next day of like we had dreamt up all these thoughts. And Vikings fans... You know what I'm talking about, wild fans, Timberwolf fans, twins fans. When you, like, I'm thinking of season ticket holders, especially when you do that. When you grow up and it's the tradition is watching it with your mom or your dad or your siblings, cousins, it becomes this family affair. Right. Which really rolls even more of the emotion into it because you all want that celebratory moment together sure. of getting to the top. And so I was, I was thinking as we had a quiet ride home last night from the Steeler bar, my 11 year old son, he was bummed out, you know, and so they, but two of the kids that were with me just fell asleep on the way home. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah, then there's that just reminded of that, that feeling, that punch in the gut of like, dang, if we could have just won, won the Detroit Lions. They just won their first playoff game in over 30 years.
0: That's amazing.
2: Over 30 years. Wow. They have been disappointed. They've been kicked around. Vikings fans who are longing for a Super Bowl. But this, the emotion of like after a loss, I'm sure many of you out there, probably like you, Donna, are thinking like if you run into a Vikings fan after they lost in the NFC championship a few years ago against the Eagles, you're thinking, okay. Like on with life we go, right? But they have so much emotion oh, rolled into it, me, baggage. God all of that. I used
0: to work with, who shall remain nameless.
2: Okay, that seems a little sus, but I'll let it go. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, if the Vikings lost on a Sunday and he came to work on Monday, you couldn't even really talk to him. He was so <laughs> crabby. I'm like, okay, what? get over it. That's see.
1: Thank you, Holly. Get I'm like, over really.
0: It. My brother could used to get like that too when the Giants would lose, and I'm like okay, like, that really sucks. That, sorry, but I'm not going to let it ruin my whole day.
2: So he would come in and just be crabby guy and, like, yeah. snippy? and yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's unpleasant. I'm talking more of the, just like the emotional, the bummer of it, you know? And then, also, you get that, too. I think it's the beautiful thing about sports. I was telling my son before we went uh, out there, I said, hey, here's the cool thing about going to that game tomorrow, a playoff game we're gonna feel tomorrow one way or another we're gonna feel euphoric or we're gonna feel bummed out but that is like the beautiful double-edged sword that is choosing to be a sports fan or to play competitive sports right because a lot of you athletes out there know there are those of you listening right now who lost a state championship at US right. Bank Stadium sure. or at the X same thing all the practices all of the to and from and the, the blood, pickups the and sweat,
0: the drop the tears yeah. yeah
2: but it is it is so funny because it's like only one. Only one can come out victorious. Somebody is guaranteed euphoria and somebody is guaranteed defeat. Emotional highs, emotional lows. I'm
0: so sorry for your loss. Thank you, Donna. Literally.
2: Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. That really means a lot to me. Does it? No.
0: Okay. All right, we got to go. Right. Uh, when we come back, if you see something, say something. I saw something while watching True Detective that is going to relate back to exactly what we're talking about. We'll get to that and more when we come right back on my talk. Oh, hi, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Here's the deal, Spire Credit Union and Highway Credit Union, those two merged on January 1st of this year, so now they've got a new credit union called Blaze. And Blaze has loans for you to borrow for any purpose. I mean, if you want to go on a vacation, if you want to buy a used vehicle or a new vehicle, They get the loan done for you fast. Blaze also has extended warranty plans that are much, you know, better when it comes to coverage and cost. Better than the dealers. Blaze has home loans, home equity loans, free checking, and I'm serious about that. There are no monthly maintenance fees. They are fantastic. I am a member of Blaze. You can be too. There are 26 branches across Minnesota. You could find the location nearest you very easily. Just go to blazecu.com. Keep in mind, Blaze is insured by NCUA, and they're an equal uh, housing opportunity lender. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. One of everything entertainment, Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts with us. Uh, I started true detective for the first time oh. ever last night.
2: Just jumped into the first season.
0: Uh, no, in the current season.
2: Night Country, is that what it's called?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes place in Alaska. Okay. And then
3: I saw something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see something you, so Time say for something If you, you See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something,
2: say something. Come, Come on, on and to party, party tonight.
0: tonight. Hey,
2: hey, hey. hey.
0: Do you think this isn't a
1: spoiler alert or anything, right? No, no. I mean, people are responsible for their own spoiler alerts. So if they don't want to know anything about the latest season of True Detective, please just, you know, soften. Thanks, Holly.
0: Soften the audio. I, I don't think I'm uh, going to tell you anything about True Detective other than I saw Jodie Foster in a scene, a long scene, sporting a Minnesota Vikings hoodie.
1: Oh! Yeah! Hey! hey. How cool is that? It's a
2: good-looking hoodie, too.
0: It's a really nice one. I'm like, yeah. wow, I want that. Yeah. It's got, like, bands on the arm. It's
2: got a vintage vibe. It does. It's a vintage vibe.
0: Yeah, it's kind of got that um weathered look. Yes. Mm. To it's the a, actual Viking. Her old comfy one. Yeah. Yes, exactly.
2: I saw someone tweeted, and they said uh, it was a funny caption along the lines of the producer saying show me a way that we can convey that the woman has gone through a lot of angst and disappointment throughout <laughs> her life. And then wardrobe said, I got you. <laughs> Boom. That's Viking funny. sweatshirt. Very Which funny. goes back to, you know, the, what we're talking yes. about. Yeah. You know, the, this the woman's pain been through it.
0: Loss. Yes. Um, yeah. She's a, a big fantasy football person, which we come to find, you know, once you see that though, you stop paying attention and it becomes a distraction. You know, and you're like, that is so cool. I wonder who decided that. And then she starts talking to her, whoever she's talking to in her kitchen. I can't remember. Um, But she's talking about fantasy football. And I was like, that's cute. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know about the show, but I like Jodie Foster. So I'm going to keep watching.
2: One to ten. The first show. I don't know Enjoyment yet. level.
0: I was five and a half.
2: Oh, wow, that's yeah,
0: that's, a, that's a pretty strong myth. I know yeah. nothing about True Detective. It just seems like it's kind of got a little tiny bit of lightness to it, not a lot. Just a teeny bit in the presentation. It doesn't seem like a role Jodie Foster would normally take, but I like it. Hmm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give it 3 episodes. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Never seen the show before in my life. I have no idea what it's about.
2: Uh, When Before the end of the first episode, do they give you a little cliffhanger? That's what I would expect at the end of episode one of a show like that. Yeah. Of like, who's dead? Someone's got to be dead now.
0: Someone is dead. Oh, no. Someone is missing a body part. That's all I will say.
2: Is the dead person missing the body part? The dead
0: person is likely the person missing the body part. No, that's inconvenient. So we need to find a person in hey. the morgue with that body part missing.
2: Is it like a fingerprint?
0: Don't worry about it.
2: Is it their fingers?
0: I'm not saying anything. Is it their head? Nope.
2: Is it their tongue?
0: I can't say. it has got to
2: be something on their body. <laughs> we'll figure this out. Well. See, we could be the detectives here. <laughs> I'm sniffing this out.
0: Oh, my God. Alright, I saw something else. Did I miss something? Because I'm watching the Emmys last night. Allie Wong, did she win? Yeah, she won. Ali Wong won for Beef. Okay. Yep. She's sitting next to someone who appears to be Bill Hader. Yeah. Smoochy smooch, smooch.
2: Okay, so. What? Yeah, they're
0: I'm a like, thing. I didn't know they were a thing. I'm like, what just happened?
2: They are a thing. Mm-hmm. they're a thing this totally. makes me feel so much better because at the golden globes she turned kissed him right on his mouth hole. yeah yeah and then when she went up and gave her speech did she allude to her husband she's are they married
1: she's no she's i think she's divorcing if not already divorced yeah i think there, there have been some relationship transitions for ali wong Mm-hmm.
2: So is that what would, I, I need to go back now and listen that to Ali people... Golden Globes thing. Did she mention her husband or did she, do they have children?
0: I, I don't know her, about children. And, I know she was married. The first. point
2: is when I watch the Golden Globes, I see her kiss Bill Hader and then I hear her address someone, not so, partner wise, not sounding like it's Bill Hader. And I was confused, but I thought, whatever, Hollywood's weird, you know. Justin Hakuta
0: is who she was married to. And they have kids.
2: And they have kids. So maybe she said, the father of my children. Maybe it was that.
0: Yeah, that could be.
2: Good, so I wasn't the only one.
0: They broke up last year. Confused. In the spring of last year. Huh. All right, well, I think they look like a cute couple, those two, Ali Wong and Bill Hader. They both kind of have a little bit of, like, nerd vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the most attractive sense. Yeah. Yeah. They look really cute together. I love it. Okay. I learned something new and then, okay, am I the only person who noticed when Anthony Anderson came out in that like
1: black pleather outfit Holly, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, when he they were paying homage to American Horror Story. Yes. And he was dressed as the scary person in the first season. Yes, and he was like doing dance moves, but he was completely, you didn't know it was him
0: at the time. Okay. And then at one point he pulls off the head thing, the mask, whatever yeah. he's wearing on his head. And I literally thought it was a joke that he had something in his pants. I thought he had put something in his pants as part of the bit. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Probably not, Donna. Probably not. I I mean, mean, it it almost looked like he had like a box in his pants.
2: Well, you should (laughs) see a doctor if that's what it appeared (laughs) like. Yeah, go talk general. to Justin
0: Timberlake. I mean uh, whoa, no. let's get John Hamm in that outfit. Huh?
2: Donna, ah, Donna. Sorry. That's you're being whatever the opposite of misogynistic is. <laughs> Man-sogynistic. Okay,
1: what? you don't want the hamaconda? Oh no! <laughs> you don't know want this? My hamaconda!
3: Ah!
0: Oh. <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> wait a second. Uh in what, what 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 was that? I'm
2: trying to see these images here. I mean, Please I see him look in the at it. I'm not seeing what you're
1: in. What do you call it I'm black. Gonna, uh, It's a rubber like suit. Here, I'm going to put it right underneath here. Right. Well, I'm seeing him there. in the
2: suit. I'm just okay, not seeing well, the. Here's
1: the one with a photograph that's conveniently cut off. Okay. Oh, no. For Thank emphasis. You, okay. Yeah, like what is going on? Why is it like that? I think you should ask him yourself, Donna.
0: <laughs> Why is it like that? It's like. Like, where's something to control that? That's a joke. That can't be real. Anybody?
2: I'm starting to feel better about missing the Emmys last night.
0: (laughs) I got to get a better shot of that so you can see it. Anyway, I'm sure Lori and Julia will be talking about this later.
2: They might do the whole show on it. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. It's a free country.
0: Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Bye now. You guys will have a dirt alert when we come right back on my talk.
2: Hey friends, it's Steve. You know, the season is changing and now is the time to begin planning your winter adventures here in Minnesota. From dog sledding across a frozen lake to dining in an igloo, winter can be magical in Minnesota. So start planning your winter getaway and visit one of the world's largest malls or catch a touring Broadway production. Get your free monthly travel e-newsletter and start planning your dream trip or browse through endless events and activities happening throughout the entire state by visiting exploreminnesota.com.